welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show from the Labatt Blue Studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed blue and white, drink blue and light. And don't forget to try the new Labatt Blue Light Seltzer Variety Pack. Available at retailers throughout Pennsylvania. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number two. I'm Jim Galante along with Dustin Hawkinsmith. Dustin, last week we began a series that I'm I'm really loving. We're talking about the class of 22. A lot of people have done that. We've done that. But we're taking a little different angle on that. And what we're doing is we're projecting these players, not just for who's going to play right away, but we're projecting their entire Penn State career and beyond. So just want to let you know, nothing disappears Whatever you say now, in two years, we're going to be able to find it. So be aware of that. You know what? If you want to put that effort into it, if you want to refute or confirm um, so badly that you are going to invest hours of your time going back through the files, then Godspeed to you, my friend. I will tip my cap to you if if I'm wrong about something. And you know for certain that... I will tip my cap to myself if I'm right on something. And something, you know, there's a bunch of kids in this class. I am bound to be right about one component of how their future is going to unfold. I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to nail it completely. But any one little success, I have a mental note of it. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and disregard all the other failures. Well, just like you, you're going to remember everything you answered correctly. I will remember everything you got wrong. For example, how many years ago did you say Sean Clifford would be the next Joe Burrow? And I have not let you forget that, have I? Oh man, do I need? Are, every time this comes up, do we need to explain that I didn't actually ever say that Sean Clifford would be the next Joe Burrow? That oh, it's uh, it's it's morphed into it. Don't backtrack now on it, Dustin. Stick to your guns because you still have another year to go. For it to come I true. Do. All right, yep, let's <laughs> look. Look, let's look at these players. A week ago, we talked about Drew Aller and Bo Prabula and Nick Singleton, and let's continue to go with some of the big names. First of all, let's go to the second running back, who I think is a real interesting player, and that's Catron Allen. He is from Florida, a pretty physical um, running back. Uh, listed at 5'11", 225. That's the physical build that he has there, Dustin. Still chose to come to Penn State, even with Nick Singleton coming here. What do you expect from him in his career? I, I, first of all, I love him in tandem. Whoever it's going to be, he might he might be a, a a 1B option for multiple running backs for all I know. But I love his size, obviously. But he's not a guy who's just going to blindly roll over people. He's not just looking, you know, he's not a caveman. He's not a grunt. Uh, when there is a little crease, I, I like his ability to kind of get a little smaller than that and get through the crease and and get through the mud and be able to kind of navigate when there's situations like at the goal line and short yardage, for example, which we all know Penn State could use an option like that. Um, being able to find wherever the little crease is and get through that crease to get wh- wherever he needs to go. So in terms of being a short yardage back, in terms of being a, a guy who inside the 10, inside the 5, can add a little bit of thump, he's going to be hard to bring down. But I also think he's got some instincts for that job. Um, in terms of when we see him, 
You know, there there will be an opportunity. I I, I don't think they're going to go into um, the spring and the summer saying any one of those running backs have a lock on any job. So I think that it's going to be pretty wide open. And if he's big time in the spring, if he works like crazy and, and kind of gets the coaching staff's attention through his uh, work habits and things like that, it's going to set the stage that maybe in the summertime he can make a run at seeing the field too. Um, necessity, there's not really necessity there in terms of having talented bodies. You still are going to have Kevon Lee, Kazai Holmes, Devin Ford, Nick Singleton, we all presume is going to burn his red shirt and be a really, really good player right out of the gates. So there's going to be, I think, some incentive for the Penn State coaching staff as long as the rest of those guys look like they can make up a pretty good foursome that Katron Allen won't play in 2022. But he does bring something that those other guys don't. And if they are committed to getting the best players on the field, Katron Allen will have a chance to prove that he's that guy. In many ways, it sounds like the description of Katron Allen is what we expected or wanted from Noah Kane at his best. And Noah Kane is now not there, so that creates one small void. And who's to say that these four other players will still be there after the spring, Dustin? There could be somebody who's going to be number four of the four might decide they'd be better off somewhere else, which just moves Catron Allen up a step. The other part is the, uh, I'll call it the unique skill or the specialty of the power back that he is. You're right. That makes a great complement to what you consider your every down back. And college football is going to that you need more than one running back. Which is why, you know, there is no issue being the first of two running backs or the second of two running backs in any recruiting cycle. Uh, I think this, you know, college football has morphed to the point where that is a good thing now. You don't have to, you know, I don't think high school running backs are necessarily saying, I want a place where I can where I can run it 350 times a year because everybody has seen the the life cycle of running backs as they get out of the college level as they go to the pros and they've seen so many success stories of guys who were never a feature back in college but showed enough to get an opportunity and they were desired by NFL teams because they were still really really fresh they hadn't accumulated a ton of mileage Um, Being able to get a guy on the field in favorable situations without overworking him is a plus now and not a minus. And so, um, you know, what Penn State has done to manage that is that they want to have five scholarship guys all the time. They want to get, you know, guys who complement each other. But they are going to try to aim to get a a tight three-man rotation the best they can. So you're looking at either cracking that top three or or looking at a redshirt year or whatever. And, you know, Catron Allen, he, he I could see any scenario, but uh, in terms of trying to preserve him and try to, you know, manage this roster a bit, it looks like it makes sense that, that you're going to have a pretty solid top three. Uh, Singleton changes a lot of things with that. Um, he gives you a, a real dynamic go-to guy uh, where I don't know. I, I really, you know, I, I like Kevon Lee, but I'm not sure he was ever destined to be that go-to guy. He's a big body who runs like a small guy. Um, so what, what do you have? What do you have there exactly? So Nick Singleton brings some closure to that top three. I think Katron Allen probably red shirts, um, but you know, the, the coaching staff will give him a look for sure. They, they definitely will. All right, let's go to uh, one of my favorite recruits in this class, and that's wide receiver Caden Saunders out of Ohio. 
they got a commitment from him very early. He never wavered from that commitment. He's 5'11", 166 pounds right now, but he was a top 100 guy. And you watch his film, you say, this guy has a chance to be the next one at wide receiver for Penn State, don't you? I absolutely believe that he will be, too. Um, last week in the run-up, in all the run-up to the Super Bowl, I saw Cooper Cup, uh, who was Offensive Player of the Year in the NFL, wasn't much of a recruit um, coming out of high school, uh, was a small, a small college guy, but he talked about the importance of quickness and how much he worked on quickness. Not straight line speed, just looking at quickness with his feet, getting off the line of scrimmage, beating press coverage, being able to navigate tight space. Um, and I, I immediately thought of Caden Saunders because he has that those feet and he has that um, ability and some instinct to get off the line of scrimmage, to get to where he needs to go on the field, to make it almost impossible for anybody to really cover him one-on-one. Um, he's going to shake. He's going to shimmy. He's going he's gonna to kind of um, bounce around. It is really hard to square him up if you're a defensive back, and it's hard, even harder, I think, to run with him. Um, but I, I also feel like we saw you know, he knows what to do with that. He knows how to use it. He knows how to run routes. It seems like he understands the concept of, of what his job is and how to get open. So you, you put all this stuff together, and uh, you know I don't really look at a guy who uh, I'm not super concerned about his build or his frame. You know I, I think he's going to be 5'11", 180 pounds, and I think that's going to be plenty um, at the next level. Uh, so I expect him to make a really hard push at it now. Just like we're talking about Katron Allen being a complimentary guy, there's nobody uh, on Penn State's roster right now who is quite like Caden Saunders. You know, Parker Washington, I think there are some elements of his game that are like Caden Saunders, but uh, he looks built and tailor-made to play the slot position, and I expect him to do that pretty early. Um, he told me directly uh, over a year ago that the coaching staff compared him to K.J. Hamler. I think, you know, he, he, he does have some of that. He's got that quickness. KJ Hamler was the same way. You couldn't you couldn't cover him one-on-one. You couldn't you couldn't hope to to stick with him with your nickel back out of the slot. Caden Saunders is going to be the same thing. Remember a few years ago when we were all worked up about the entire wide receiver position and the big complaint was they couldn't seem to get open. And that's not necessarily straight line speed, which helps, but it's about that quickness and route running. And when you're talking about, when you were describing Caden Saunders, I instantly was thinking about K.J. Hamler and Jahan Dotson. And my thinking was, and here's me going out on the limb, I think he's the next one in line. Like the, I love Parker Washington, you know that. But this seems to be, feels like the guy who's the next Dotson or Hamler. So yeah, it's interesting. I mean, so Dotson super fast and his feet are quick. He's an unbelievable athlete, but it wasn't really his style or his strength necessarily to try to put somebody in a blender to, to, you know, to, to bounce back and forth like, like KJ Hamler could. He was more subtle movements and subtle jab steps and getting out of, out, out of cuts um, where Hamler was more that shake and bake guy, the kind of guy who was going to, you know, the football equivalent of breaking somebody's ankles in basketball. You know, you see, you, you've seen K.J. Hamler do that. That's what Caden Saunders brings. And I, I love that d- dynamic of his game. And I think the bonus here is that he is an Ohio kid, and he and Drew Aller 
made it happen that they built some chemistry together before they even set foot on campus. We're talking about a year of knowing that they were going to be cornerstones of this Penn State recruiting class and eventually cornerstones of the Penn State offense. And they worked a little bit to try to get on the same page and get to know each other. And, you, you know, I think you have to be excited when your five-star quarterback and your lightning-in-a-bottle wide receiver have a little rapport before they even put on a Penn State uniform. How much do you think we'll see of him his first year? Penn State's got a lot of bodies at wide receiver, and they're all in that sort of freshman, redshirt freshman, sophomore type um, class. Um, I think Caden Saunders is going to make it so crystal clear that he is ready right now, he commands a role right now, and that nobody else can do what he does, and that having... Uh, you know, having Parker Washington be an absolute handful on the outside, having Keandre Lambert-Smith and Mitchell Tinsley, I think Caden Saunders is a number four, but he's going to be on the field a lot, and he's going to be a, ma- a mismatch anytime he sets foot on the field. That's going to be hard for the coaching staff to resist. I, I agree. You Typically, they play three wide receivers, want to be too deep. He, I believe he'll be part of that too deep, which means he's going to get on the field. We're going to see him and hopefully he performs in a way that you just can't take him off the field. Dustin, that is it for quarter number two. Stick around. Quarter number three, we're going to continue this process of looking at the 22 class. This is where the temperatures are unkind. This is where water freezes in the blink of an eye. This is where the wind bites harder than a mid-ice cross check. This is where the beer is always on ice. This is Labatt Hockey, played the way Mother Nature intended. Labatt Blue is proud to support pond hockey and all the hardy souls that like to play it cool. This is Labatt Hockey. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. 